hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. So today is episode number 121. It's just amazing. And we are going to be chatting. Our chat topic is knit more, clean less, or just enough. So now it's time to grab a drink or go on that walk and tune in because we are about to get started. Let's do it. What's on your needles, Brianna? Gosh, um, well, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I finished all five squares of my second sampler stitch pattern blanket. Um, so that is waiting for stitch pattern number three now. And I am working on the teddy bear um, for the teddy bear class that starts on June 9th. Nice. And that's, that's so much fun, the teddy bear. Oh, it's a ton of fun. I'm at the point now where um, we're sep- it's almost like you're separating sleeves for a sweater. You're separating his arms from the body. I'm very excited. I love it. Good. All right. So on mine, actually on my hook, you can see me. Um, I am right now taking the next leftover ball of sock yarn that I've been using and adding it on to my crocheted gra- granny square sock weight blanket. So that's there. Um, I am working on my sock. I mentioned that last week and I actually was theoretically done the pair of socks, but I'm doing some modifications, which I'm really enjoying. And it's been a lot of fun. This is the over the moon sock or to the moon. I think it's over the moon. And yeah, I'm still working on the um, tiger print of the tiger scarf. That's on my needles. Now Busy, busy. That blanket looks amazing. That's such a good idea. Such it a, looks like fun. It motivates you to make more socks. Exactly. I love it. Awesome. Um, for me this week, I am still working on strange brews for my nephews and they're going to be adorable and they're so tiny and it makes me emotional looking at them. And then I am also working on a secret surprise for their mom for her birthday that I will share with you guys. Maybe not next time, but the time after that, because she'll have received them by then. So I can say what they are, but I've been having fun with that. And then I'm also working on the second set of stitch pattern squares for the crochet sampler. And those are almost done. um, And they're looking really good. If I do say so myself, I'm very excited about this. So excellent. Nice variety there. Yeah. All right, so we have been busy. The needles, the hooks, they've been busy. And it was actually you know, the weather we had this weekend, it was so steamy. This is the kind of weather where you just go, I'm gonna be trapped in the house because I need to keep cool. Gosh, what do people who don't knit or crochet do like in this weather? I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. So <laughs> read a book maybe, which is good too. All right, well, let's jump into our topic. So tonight we're gonna talk about um, you know, ways that you can knit more, um, and which means you're going to have to clean less or you're going to have to clean just enough. So we have some questions, which we'll go around and we'll answer them each individually. We'll do our, our, our rotation, um, starting with Brianna. And uh, so let's, let's go for it. So the first question is, what place desperately needs decluttering? Um, right now in my house, we have been just shoving stuff inside of two closets in particular. So they need to get taken apart and decluttered for sure. It's 
the coat closet downstairs right by the front door and my linen closet. We have so much like linens, sheets, stuff that's not even for a bed that we own that we just put in there. (laughs) And I haven't thought about it at all. And it's fine because I have more time to knit. (laughs) I love the word, the magic word there was shove. Yeah. Stuff in the closet. Don't open those closets in my house because you might get hurt. <laughs> I have a way of doing that too, man. I totally forgot. I'm upstairs, of course, and I totally forgot the one room that we you made up to be the studio. I'm keeping this pretty well, you know, managing everything here, not letting things just land here without a place or a purpose. But there's another room up here where the door is closed, and in that room there's a closet that has a closed door too, and uh, that. I forgot I even had that closet. So, um, but anyway, so, okay. So my place is not that closet. My place in our house is the back room. It's, it's sort of a nameless room. So because it doesn't have a name, anything can end up there. And I actually today it's just organized. It's organized, but it's all clutter. And I literally started to think about what is in that room Okay, so all of our legal paperwork is in that room. I, I need to, I'm a grown up. I don't have a workplace anymore. I need to do like grown ups do and invest in like a filing cabinet for Ed and I personally. Um, it's our pantry. So all of the extras are there. It is our towels. Brianna is the same. It's our cleaning stuff, our games. It's the giftable stockpile because sometimes I'd like to get my gifts a little bit in advance. It is a toolbox. Um, it is, and that's the, I, I had to stop there because it's also, you know, lots of other things too. So ours is the back room. It, it's got to be decluttered. It sounds like you need some cubbies just like along every wall. That way you can organize all of it against the walls. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. Some orga- more organization. So you should watch the home edit on Netflix they do like multi-purpose rooms and it's awesome, but it's an, it's like a professional organization show. They go in and they do like celebrities garages and like stuff like that. But I've learned so many cool, like container tricks from that show. That is very cool. Natalie, you always have a great show suggestion. Uh, I love this. Because <laughs> I have a problem. I always have my TV on while I'm working just for background noise. And I feel like I consume way too much content. <laughs> Home edit on Netflix. And you know what? That was the perfect name. We call it the back room. It's the multi-purpose room. That's such a better name, the multi-purpose room. Yeah, right? like on the show, they'll like zone out those kinds of rooms so that you have different zones for different things and it keeps everything kind of... It's interesting. Give it a, give it a watch. They, okay. They're amazing. I feel like you're going to really like the two girls who like run it. It's, it's a good show. All right. I keep telling Brianna that we're them and she needs to watch it. So I keep not watching it. I need more time to be able to watch TV because I have to go to work and I can't watch TV at work. So. I, I, it's, it's a challenge. So <laughs> I feel you. Um, for me, I live in 600 square feet. So tiny, tiny. So every inch of space in this place is valuable. Um, But the problem is, so I'm usually pretty good about like getting rid of things and decluttering. And we've done a lot recently to like get rid of things that like we haven't been using. Um, Like fish tank that has had no fish for a year and a half is finally down the basement. Mm -hmm. But 
<laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, underneath my sinks is a problem. And I think my problem is that I can't figure out how to set it up down there so that I'm not grabbing things and then rearranging it to do that. So I need to figure out a system that works so that I don't need to rearrange things every time I need something. So that's yeah. my challenge there. But they, they're in desperate need. I look in there sometimes and I'm embarrassed. So that's a You're really just- good space. I'm thinking about that too. And ours, and again, ours has been there for 30 some years and I've never done any organizations. Exactly what you said. You open it and you grab what you need and then you put it back there because you're done. Yeah. That's like playing like Jenga. I, <laughs> like I, I straight up feel like I'm playing Jenga. Like I need, oh, this box out of there with cleaning supplies. And then I need this. And like, I need to shift everything. because I need something in the back and I just need to figure out how to lay it all out so that I don't have that problem anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough spot. It's especially because all the piping is there. So you can't necessarily put like a shelf in to separate things. It's just kind of like this big open space that you have to figure out yourself. And it's a hard space to work in too. You know, like when you think to yourself, putting shelves in that little cabinet that's under your kitchen sink, somebody's got to crawl in there and be willing to do that. I can't even imagine. It's a hard space to even get in there and go, Let's put, let's do this. Yeah. Pipe, <laughs> claustrophobia. All right. Let's go on then. So um, next question is, what is the cleaning thing that you swear by? What is that one thing that if you don't have it, you can't clean? Everybody makes fun of me for this, but vinegar. I use vinegar to clean absolutely everything from the my entire kitchen to my laundry. I actually switched um, from using fabric softener and dryer sheets and we just use vinegar now. It's perfect for like odor removal and it keeps your fabric soft too. Um, with, and when it comes out of the dryer it, or the washer, it doesn't smell like vinegar either. And I put a lot in because like, I just, I don't like things to smell when they come out of the washing machine. So I'll put like a cup of vinegar in each load of laundry and it it never smells like vinegar coming out. It's perfect. I use it to wipe out my fridge. It's probably the cheapest thing that you could buy that cleans. It, it's, it cleans so well. I love it. And it's multi-purpose. So yes. I, I stumbled upon vinegar. I will tell you just since the um, pandemic actually, okay. My mom, my mom kept our house clean, but you know, cleaning was not her hobby. She really didn't have any great skills at it, but it was clean. We didn't have to get shut down by the board of health or anything, but my mother didn't use vinegar for cleaning that I can remember. And I guess I was reading and I had a little more time and you know, it's like, how are we going to do this? Um, how am I going to get something to clean myself? I'm not going to the store. And anyway, it was vinegar. I can remember having a conversation with your mother, Brianna, and I'm like vinegar. And your mother was telling me, the massive quantities of vinegar that she keeps in in her home, you know, like by the gallons, you know, like it is so, so actually vinegar was mine also. Um, I am vinegar and I just did all my spring cleaning a couple of weeks ago it was, and I used no spray bottles. We used vinegar for everything, for the floors, for the windows, everything. But I have to tell you something, the other night I was making a recipe and Usually my recipes call for apple cider vinegar. So I have apple cider vinegar in the cabinet, but this recipe called for white vinegar. 
I'm like, okay, hmm, that's interesting. That's not in the cabinet. It's 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 under the kitchen sink is where I keep that, Natalie. And I'm like, because it's my cleaning thing. And I'm thinking, oh, I hope I haven't mixed this with anything else, but I didn't think I did. So I was like, well, I'm pouring my cleaning vinegar into my dinner here. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, it's it works, but that's like, I feel like, you know, it's good like to use because you could ingest it. Like, I think that's so important and it yeah. makes me feel safer because it's- Brianna knows I, I hate chemicals. <laughs> I'm with you too, Natalie. I am so like crazy on the chemicals anymore. And, and it does a great job and it costs pennies, pennies. Yes. So I want to also throw in one more time, one more thing here. So on Mondays, I go to my yoga class and I go with my friend, a friend who listens to our podcast. We all know her. Um, and so I thought, well, this is kind of like millionaire. I'll just ask a friend. So I asked a friend, what is your cleaning thing? And hers is, um, a microfiber cloth. Uh, but then right after that, she said, and vinegar, I'm like, okay, I'm taking vinegar. Now Brianna took vinegar. Okay. Oh Natalie, what do you, so I also use vinegar a lot. My problem is I can't stand the smell of vinegar which is weird for someone who likes pickles as much as I do. You'd think that that wouldn't like happen. But when I was little, I used to bite my nails and to get me to stop, my parents would dip it in vinegar because it's like tastes bad. Mm -hmm. And so now I can't, it's not even the taste, it's the smell. I just can't. So I'll use it to an extent, but then at times I need an all purpose cleaner just because my nose is, is traumatized. (laughs) Um, But my favorite cleaning thing that I discovered post COVID because I have stainless steel appliances and I have an apartment. So like, I did not choose these. They were here when I got here. So it drives me freaking crazy when they're spotted like and dirty because they're so hard to clean. So I found, I saw a TikTok about these stainless steel wipes and you wipe down your stainless steel appliances with the specific wipes. And then you wipe it with a dry paper towel and it comes out spotless so those are my like go-to favorite thing in the world right now and like my dishwasher was so bad I literally I couldn't even look at it it just stressed me out every time I looked at the front of it and now I feel like it's so beautiful like I'm looking at it right now and I'm just so proud of it (laughs) so definitely stainless steel wipes if you if you don't have them and you're done with your stainless steel appliances recommend I've never, ever heard those before. I don't have anything stainless steel at my house right now, but that sounds awesome because that, that stuff really does make me angry too. And you, you know, it's clean, but there's still spots on it. Yeah. Cause it's not like I wouldn't wipe them down. Like the front of my oven, like my, my fridge is stainless steel. That one really used to make me angry because I'm wiping it down pretty regularly. It's just like all spotted and you can see where like water has run down it's just gross so now I can I can live in peace every time I look over there very cool I will be looking those I have no stainless steel either but I just love to know about these things and look at us look what we did during the pandemic we looked up how to clean (laughs) because we had to live in these places all right yeah let's move on then so what is your favorite clean fragrance what is that with of something that when you smell it, you go, oh, this place is clean. Eucalyptus is my go-to. If I, any cleaning things that I have, candles, 
air fresheners. It's always eucalyptus is my number one choice. I don't know why. I, I feel like my mom used to use uh, like a eucalyptus scent in the house after cleaning and it always smelled fresh and just like warm and homey. Um, so that's always my go-to either that or like mint, lavender, citrus. I, I like all of those types of smells for feeling fresh and clean. Clean fragrances. Eucalyptus, uh, I think it is, it's got that clean and it also has that healing component to it. It just yeah. feels like not only are we clean, but we're all healed in here too. Yes. So. <laughs> Calming. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my current one right now is lemon and I'm kind of a seasonal person with fragrances um, in general, but right now like summertime fragrance is lemon and it is invading my home. So I bought the lemon candle and I, my hand soaps at both sinks, bathroom and kitchen are lemon. And I even bought an apron that has lemons on it. So I'm totally into lemons. It's not, I do like lemonade. It's not that I really care about lemons, but the, I do like the fragrance. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I think it smells summertime and clean. So absolutely. I'm, yeah, yeah. It's so crisp and it, it is summertime. Lemon's such a good yeah. summer smell. And if you're not smelling it, if you just look at lemons on an apron, oh my gosh. <laughs> happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow is just happy. It is. Um, mine is not something natural at all. And probably means it's bad for me. But my I have a friend who is just she knows everything. There is to know about like cleaning. She's amazing. And one time I went to her house and she just mopped the floors and I was like, it smells incredible in here. What do you use? And she uses Fabuloso. And I had never heard of Fabuloso when, before she told me about this and she's obsessed with it. I come to find out it's like extremely popular in like the cleaning world. Cause I've, you know, during COVID like was looking up different things, like trying to make sure that I was doing everything correctly now that I'm in my house all the time. And everyone just swears by Fabuloso. And the smell of it is amazing. I, I can't even describe what it is. I think it's like more floral, but it smells so good. And like anytime I do my floors, I just think it's clean because I used Fabuloso. <laughs> That's pretty neat. I've heard of it. I think I've seen it. Is it a purple liquid? It's purple. Yeah. yeah. And I was skeptical because I'm a pine saw girl by nature. But it is 11,000 times better. I love it. Swear by it. Uh, all right. Might have to check that out. That, that's because I was a pine salt girl too until this thing called vinegar came along. And now I'm a vinegar girl. But then you have to burn a candle. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> the Fabulosa takes care of that. It smells there great. You go. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So, speaking of doing those floors, are you old school mop or are you auto spray? I'm the worst of both of these i i only have one um tile floor in the house so there's no way i'm old school mopping but i refuse to use one of those swiffer wet jets i don't know why i just hate it um i you know what it is i don't want to use their brand cleaner i want to use my own cleaner so there's no point in me buying one so what i do is like on the rare occasion where i'm cleaning the floor itself I, I'll get down on my hands and knees and use a brush with my own cleaner to scrub the floor. And then I'll use a steam mop to finish it. But I don't do that often. I like maybe twice a year. Introduce me to a steam mop. I've heard of them. What's it? What it so the change your life. 
the one I have is a small one. It's um, Shark brand, but it's literally, it looks like a Swiffer on steroids, but the, the mop on the bottom, it's a flat pad that you can change out and like you can reuse oh. the wash pads, but you fill the mechanism with water. You plug it in just like a vacuum and it heats the bottom up. And it, the one I have does, like if you push and pull it, it releases steam on the floor and it gets up so much stuff off the floor. It's crazy. It's like microfiber, right? Like on the bottom, yeah, like the microfiber. The, um, I, the mop head, I guess you would call it, that you put it on it is a microfiber material. So, and you can also, the one I have, you can like flip it over and scrub a little bit, like to get like a little particle up. Um, but it works great. Wow. Okay. So and it's I, don't like, not. I don't like doing floors. So you're going to know that from this. And we have all bare, wood, bare floors downstairs. So they all need to be done, which Ed likes doing them. Remember he used the vacuum at the shop. He likes yeah. doing it. So it's all good. But we have a shark vac, but it's not the steam one. Uh, but it does have the water jet and it does vacuum things up. So Answering the question, I personally like an old school mop, but I actually don't even like that. I am a hands and knees scrub the floor kind of girl. <laughs> it's harder and those knees hurt more, but Ed keeps the floors with the shark vac and does the, you know, the thing, but we do not use their solution because I, their solution just to me is like, um, streaky we yeah. use water and vinegar i was just like you know what i'm not listening i'm using water and vinegar um and it's still it's good enough but boy when you actually get down there like twice a year on your hands and knees yeah. and scrub the floor you're like look at all the dirt that has been living here but the steam component is interesting mm -hmm. um i asked a friend today in the car too and they are also old school mop and really preferred you know, hands and knees yeah it's hard, but it's there. Yeah. All right, Natalie, what about you? Um, so I'm a, I have a Swiffer. I use it when I'm cleaning my bathroom. I try to go in there once a week just to like, you know, do a rough mopping of the floors. But every like three or four times I get down on my hands and knees and I do the full thing just because I hate like how dust builds up on the floor, like the, um, what's that called? Molding and like all that. I just need to go in and get all that stuff. So I do scrub it down just like really good every couple of times, make sure I get it. So I'm a combo, but I really want to get a spin mop. I just don't have enough like hardwood to justify that purchase right now. But when I do have hardwood floors, I want a spin mop so bad. And yeah. a spin mop is? <laughs> you just like, so it's like a traditional mop. It's like a normal mop. So I actually really enjoy like a traditional mop. Like, I feel like that's who I would be if I had more floor space to do it. But you, instead of like draining it, like manually, it's like a spin mechanism that you put it in and it's, it's all manual. Like, it's not like something you plug into the wall and it just spins out all the extra moisture. Right. It's nice. Is it like a, a lettuce? Um, kind of. It's yeah. like a salad spinner. Yeah. But like, it's a mop. And yeah. then it drains all the excess moisture and it's like easy to maneuver. And I just feel like that's who I'll be when I have hardwood someday. Yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah. with more room, that sounds like a really good option. Yeah. Yeah. 
and they look fun. I'm in it for the fun as well. Well, yes, you do want cleaning to be fun if you're going to do it. So yeah. Yeah. And this is unrelated, but I do have a lot of carpet in my house and I freaking love my Roomba so much. He does such a good job. His name is Jeeves. Shout out to Jeeves. He really keeps it nice and good for me. Mine, it's not a Roomba. It's something else, but his name is Jeff. Oh, they really work, don't they? They're awesome. Especially if you want to make sure you're vacuuming like a couple times a week or something, you can put them on a schedule and it's so nice. Like I'll be in meetings and he'll just go off and it's great because then I I feel like I'm getting something done without actually having to move. (laughs) Yeah. Mine's called Ed and he's on a schedule now. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You saved yourself $200. You married him. (laughs) I would be so entertained watching it. I'd be like, where's it going? shoes on or shoes off how do you try to live in your house shoes on or shoes off uh, the way I live in my house is shoes off I try so hard I really try not to walk around in my shoes shoes like regular outside ones I do have a pair of crocs that I do not ever leave the house in so I'll walk around in those in the house but um I try really hard to like take my shoes off at the front door and then carry them upstairs to put them back in my closet it doesn't always Wait, are they do you have fuzzy crocs or regular crocs this no, is they're an important just, question they're just regular crocs okay all right like, crocs I, well they're they're still ugly okay I'm not endorsing them by any means but they are really great for when you're in the kitchen cooking um they have really good like support on hard surfaces um but I they are hideous I will not leave the house with them yeah, they're amazing they're for, for their looks yeah functional they are you go wow they really work all right so I try to be shoes off too and it's hard um, but my goal is to always get my shoes off on the porch mm-hmm. and leave something there that really lives in the house or like right now for me, it's flip-flop. So I try to like take my sneakers off and put my flip-flops on. But I will say that there are days I get lazy and I know I'm going to be like in and out of the house a lot with my sneakers on and I'll just leave them on. But I, again, when I get down on my hands and knee and I clean those floors and I go like nothing spilled, nothing did anything here. It's just shoe dirt it's just shoe dirt so yeah yeah all right Natalie how about you guys um we try really hard to take our shoes off before we come in but we live in a rental too so it's not like I don't know I feel like if it was carpets I put in and paid for I'd be really strict about it but I didn't so it is what it is it's wear and tear um but yeah we're, we're pretty good about it I will say my indoor shoes are also Crocs. Mine are fussy Crocs. Mm-hmm. And I have a fashion degree and I fully support Crocs. <laughs> I, I just think they're phenomenal house shoes. I think everyone should have a pair. And I think everyone should have two pairs, a winter version and a summer version. Yeah, mine are definitely summer version. They're red, white, and blue tie-dye. So <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? They're fantastic for camping fantastic for camping because you have coverage but like if it's hot out you've got like air circulation they're great and if you need to like be like mobile going into like water wading into like a pond or something they're amazing camping shoes 
great. I remember, you know, when the first round of Crocs came out, which was how many years ago now? That was a long time ago, probably almost 20 years ago. And I can remember um, in the early days, you know, seeing the people who worked in hospitals wearing them of all levels, you know, um, it was the doctors, it was the um, food service, it was everybody wearing them, which, which really made sense, you know, that they could get hosed down or whatever, but gave them support. Pretty fascinating. All right, let's go for it then. What's your favorite place for donation of old clothes? Where do you donate your old clothes? I take most of my things to the green drop. Um, I just feel like they do a really good job. And they also will pick up at your house if you schedule it. So if you have like a lot of stuff for donation, um, you just count how many bags or how many boxes you have. You put it out on your porch or patio the night before and they come pick it up at like 7 a.m. that morning. Um, but I, they donate to um, really repu reputable organizations. So I feel comfortable donating to Green Drop. That's cool. I, and you know what, you have mentioned that before, Brandon, every time you mention, I'm like, I need to remember that the next time. So I'm, my typical go-to is Goodwill. I live so close to the Goodwill that it's just like this easy hop, skip and a jump. Um, but it always feels good to be able to make the donation. You know, not, I don't donate anything that is like really messed up, of course. Like you want it to be something that's wearable, but um, it does feel good to be able to donate it and, and know that it, like, it'll go on, somebody will use it. I want to remember Green Drop. Mm -hmm. Natalie, how about you? Green Drop's great. I also do Green Drop. It's amazing. I feel like they give to really reputable places like Granite said. And I also feel like there's a lot of visibility to where your stuff's going to, yeah. which I feel like you don't always get with some other places. Yeah. Um, but I will say too, I do try and pass on to people I know as well. Like, mm -hmm. to see, like just, just in case, like, you know, if there's like a cousin or something that would fit into something that I've grown out of, I try and pass it down. Yeah. I don't know. I grew up in hand-me-downs, so I loved them. I think it's such a nice way to be able to make sure that clothes get worn. So I always go there first because I feel like someone will definitely get use out of it. And then I'll go to Green Drop. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't do that so much with clothes, but I do ask people, like if I'm trying to get rid of linens <laughs> or just like, you know, household things, I will definitely ask around before I bring it somewhere to donate. Yeah, it's fun to know that there is that per, a, maybe a specific person who would like to have what you are on your way to, to donate someplace. It's a good one. I used to, my mom and I, um, she would get all of my hand-me-downs. I'm a hand-me-down girl too. I still get hand-me-downs. I'm wearing a hand-me-down. Love a hand-me-down. Yeah. Hand-me-down for my brother. I get all of their hand-me-down t-shirts and um, Ed and I have not bought a t-shirt shirt for like the last, I don't know how many years. And now I even share them with some of my friends we got casual lifestyles or we have casual lifestyles now and some of their husbands so i was visiting a friend the other day and she was wearing a hand-me-down that i passed on to her and her husband was wearing a hand-me-down from my brother's collection um so i love hand-me-downs um but and it's neat to receive them and it's also neat to know that you can do the same thing you can do the same yeah, thing sure. cool all right well a time limit okay what's the amount of time what's your time limit for cleaning I I do tidying throughout the week um but once a week I try to do a deep clean 
I, we've talked about this before. I feel like Natalie, you do such a good job at like a little bit every day. I physically cannot bring myself to do that. So every Friday after work, I come home and clean, whether it takes me an hour and a half or four hours, I'm getting all of it done. I don't care how long it takes. Um, but like during the week, I'm not doing anything like my vacuum vacuums the downstairs itself because you know it's a robot vacuum and we just keep things as tidy as possible because I I refuse to clean Monday through Thursday (laughs) but I I mean I just need more time to knit during the week so why why clean I know and cleaning to me it's like a job it's it's a job I've already worked a job today I don't want to go home and do it Um, so when I was in my you know in a traditional work schedule I would typically you know clean on the weekend now that I'm retired I clean even less but um I have a time limit of two hours and again I got that from our knitting friend who um I asked the other questions too, but she told me that long ago and I have always adhered to it two hours. Whatever you got done in two hours made a difference. And I can tolerate two hours. Um, if I woke up and said, I'm going to clean all day, I would be angry from the get-go, but two hours I can do because there's still enough time to play or do whatever else. Yeah. Right, I'm two hours. Thank you, Annie. <laughs> we love Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I try and do 15 minutes a day minimum. Um, I slack sometimes I'm not perfect at it, but that's, I do the fly lady cleaning method, which I don't really know all the ins and outs. I just know the general, I have the app. It tells me where to go and what to do. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. It keeps me on track, but I, I think minimum I do 15 minutes of just picking things up. And usually like what's nice about the app for fly lady is it tells you what room you're working on. So like, if it's like right now, it's my living room, I'm pretty sure. So 15 minutes, I'll tidy my living room. So the first day is like a generalized, like floor clean. And then the next day I might get into some of the drawers, like in the TV entertainment system. And it's like that for five days usually. And then it switches zones. So I feel like as a rotation, I do clean a good amount of my house on a regular basis and go through some of those places that get cluttered. Um, But then I do try and like, once a week go through my bathroom and like that stuff takes longer. It's usually the weekends. Mm-hmm. I, I would say it takes me like an hour sometimes, but never more than that. Like my big thing is 15 minutes a day. I try and do a little bit of something. I put a load of laundry in every day and then I do the dishes and, and like wipe down my kitchen counters. And those are my biggies. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just enough that it's there. It's tight. It's the tidy part of it. Like yeah. It's like, well, is anybody coming over? No. Okay. Well, the house is tidy. <laughs> it's okay. Oh yeah. I feel like our house is never cleaner than when someone is 20 minutes oh, yeah. away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I welcome it. If Chris is like, someone says coming over, I'm like, great, bring it on. This place <laughs> is going to look amazing. I always want to make plans with somebody on like a Friday night or Saturday for them to come over, especially like my mom, because she's like my biggest critic when it comes to cleaning I feel like or at least you know I I know she really appreciates a clean house so I'm like yeah. let me get this house in order <laughs> but um, yeah it's good motivation to have to have company over absolutely it's a great reason oh, yeah. to have have company over just once in a while and make you do all that stuff you didn't want to do all right so now we're done cleaning two hours is up how do you reward yourself what is your cleaning reward 
the satisfaction of an entirely clean house for about 72 minutes. <laughs> That's <laughs> what <laughs> I mean, between like, as soon as I get done and this, it happens every time I do the, this like crazy deep clean, you know, every week, twice a month, whatever. And 10 minutes later, the cat's scratching in the litter box, kicking litter out of the box. The dog's downstairs rubbing her whole body in the carpet. Like there is no winning. I don't know why I do that to myself on a Friday to clean the whole house, but it makes me feel good. That's all. And my other one is too, is I used to do this and I don't do it as much is we, of course, yeah, as soon as you're done, the dog is going to be shaking all over the place and fur is flying. But, um, I would sit there and watch the dust particles just falling in the, I'm like, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have a total, like I've done my two hours and my thing is, is I sit down. Um, it's a big break. I sit down with my knitting, a TV show and chocolate. And that just feels so good. Maybe I sit for like a half hour um, and it's just heaven. So I do the whole time I'm cleaning. There is the carrot at the end of the stick that's getting me to that reward. And it is knitting with a TV show and chocolate. That's my reward. That sounds like the perfect reward, Kathy. I love it. So good. It's everything. Natalie, how about you? What's your reward? I'm totally food motivated. Like people say that about their dogs. I'm food motivated as a human being. I absolutely need food at the end of the tunnel. And if that means that once my kitchen is 100% clean, I get to make a snack. That is how I'm going to reward myself. But I also feel like there's a feeling after you've just done a deep clean of your house where you realize it's literally okay for you to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're the person who cleans like in your house, it really does the deep clean. I feel like if it's not just done, you're constantly thinking about, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And like, there's a guilt that comes with that. But when it's just been done, it's truly like, I can, I can relax and I can actually do nothing. I can be like content with that for yeah. the next 72 minutes. And that, that tastes even better because yeah. of this satisfaction, mm-hmm. that piece of chocolate, that whatever it is, it just feels better because yeah, that's a great, it is, it's, it's the sensation of that good feeling. So those are a lot of questions, some ideas I'm, Vinegar seems to be the go-to. All these new tools that we can look up, um, the stainless steel wipes and um, what was that called? A hot mop or a, what did you say? Steam mop. Yeah. Steam mop. Um, Crocs. But I, I think too, the other thing is, is we all know how to do it and we do enough, but enjoy life too. Don't fret over it all. You Really, I, I have gotten to the point now, if I was planning a party and inviting guests over, over, I would make my, you know, make it a point to go, okay, let me do my work here and make sure that this looks nice and it's, it's all good. But at the same time, get to the point where you just go, oh, somebody's knocking at the door, invite them in. It's fine. They're, guess what? Their house probably looks like that too. So make sure that we don't clean all the time, right? And save some time, which I don't think we do. I think we know how to do just enough and take some time to enjoy and, and relax and knit. All right. Any other top, any other thoughts on this deep cleaning topic here? Knitting is always more important than the cleanliness of your house. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. It's, it's, it's so good. I mean, really, again, as you mentioned earlier, we just came through that horrible weather weekend and, you know, I knit a lot in the summertime. I probably knit more now than I do in the winter because of those times where 
can't be outside. We're trapped in the house. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down and knit. So yeah. I didn't say let's sit down and clean. I said, let's sit down and knit. So yes, <laughs> it's fun. all right. So any new business, any new business for you gals that we want to share with everybody? Not really. There's still a lot of classes up for enrollment on our website at rootsknitting.com. If you're interested in taking a live group class, we've kicked them off for the past couple of weeks now and it's been so much fun. So um, if you're interested in joining that, feel free to check us out. But other than that, that's great. Well, you know, I am so excited that I'm starting to count down the days to my class, which is the crochet market bag. So if anybody wants to be in class um, with me um, and Natalie, um, and maybe we'll see Brianna too, that's still available. And I can't wait. I got my yarn this week and I had that sensation of what knitters get. I didn't know what that felt like until I opened my mailbox and there was my yarn and my project is all put together. I feel like it's my lunchbox for the first day of school. I am so ready. I might even go buy new shoes. Hey, <laughs> get some Crocs. <laughs> I might do that, actually. I might do that. All right. So the only other thing new that I'll mention today is next week is Memorial Day. I think we all know that. So let's take a gap week. What do you guys think? Yeah, and, good. Yep, it's a holiday. And then we plan to re- record again on June 6th. So our listeners know that will be episode 122. And I thought maybe it'd be a nice idea for us to talk about summer plans. We're there. It, yeah, it, we love it. It's, it's, we're living it. It's there. So, all right. So with all that said, um, let's go ahead and give it a wrap. So we would love, 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 love to hear from all of you who listen to us. Um, and we invite you to join us for any of our recordings on a future podcast. You can, you know, talk with us, you can interview us, you can simply listen in, but we need to hear from you. So if you would please email Brianna or Natalie at info rootsknitting at gmail.com or kathyfinleynits at gmail.com um, if you would like to join us on the show. We would love, love, love for you to be with us. And that information will be in the notes of this recording. So if you liked our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. Hopefully you finished your drink or your walk because it is time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening.